This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon. We're back. Have you been driving around town lately? It's becoming an obstacle course that features avoiding potholes. Now, we always get potholes, but I think this year the size of them has been pretty spectacular. And it's because of the roller coaster temperature, where we see a deep freeze followed by a couple of days of milder weather. Last week alone, we went from 13 degrees to an extreme cold alert in the same day. And that leads to more potholes, more water main breaks, and more problems with pipes. There was that that huge, uh, I don't even know if you can call it a pothole, maybe it's more like a sinkhole uh, at uh, Young Street and the uh, 401 uh, that took a long time to fix. Uh, That was because of a burst water main. Anyway, according to Councillor Norm Kelly, more than 2,600 potholes have been filled so far. The city has 30 pothole crews, more than 100 employees that are dedicated to fixing the damage. And you can report potholes by calling 311, and they're supposed to be fixed within four days. So have you done that? Is that happening? Is the city staying on top of it? Uh, And uh, what are your experiences driving around town, and what are some of the worst ones that you've encountered? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And right now, we go to CAA Government Relations Specialist, Raymond Chan. Hello, Raymond. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, You know, I just got some stats, and they actually surprised me because it feels like there are more potholes. But in fact, in the first 12 days of the year, we only had half as many as last year, 2,630 compared to nearly 5,000. Absolutely. Well, potholes has always uh, seemed to be that one issue that uh, seems to creep up this time of year. And uh, it's, like you said, we go through these freeze and thaw cycles, and uh, the way that a pothole is actually formed is, is, is quite unique. So water gets underneath uh, the actual asphalt and the road surface way itself, and as it freezes, it expands. So when cars drive over it, um, it's, it starts to buckle and break apart, and, and then we end up with a pothole. But those numbers are, certainly aren't alarming. It's not something that's, uh, that's surprising. And it's something that the City of Toronto and other municipalities across our province really expect this time each and every year. Okay, uh, so does it feel that way just because some of them have been so big? Well, certainly we see uh, different sizes of potholes, and and I think it really uh, ranges and depends on uh, what particular road that you're traveling on. Obviously, the more uh, congested and more heavily used roads are going to see more wear and tear on them, so you're going to have those larger potholes in those areas. Uh, But you're starting to see them as well on even local and side streets. And uh, a lot of places driving in and around town, you'll you'll start to see them form as, as the weather gets a bit warmer. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, would you say that uh, the city is on top of it? 
I'd like to think uh, that the city of Toronto is uh, is doing a great job with their pothole repairs. Um, I know that uh, when when you do contact the city, either through 311 or your local councillor's office, they do try and make it a priority to fill those potholes within four days. And the city has a number of crews that are out there right now continually working. And as you said previously, they've filled over uh, 2,600 potholes so far. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's. I mean, potholes have a five million dollar annual budget. That's quite a lot of money. It is, yes. Um, so uh, the C- CAA comes out with an annual list of the worst roads, and I, I know that your your uh, latest one isn't out yet. But um, what makes certain streets? particularly prone to this? So we've been running the CAA Worst Roads campaign for, it'll be in its 15th year this season. Um, And what we do is we ask the public to nominate their worst roads. So it's really an opportunity for those people that uh, may not necessarily know how or um, where to make their particular complaint to have their voices heard. Um, So we encourage them to visit our website uh, during that one month period where they can nominate their worst road. And what really makes up a worse road? Well, it could be anything. It could be uh, from a pothole to a missing or confusing road sign. Um, It could be uh, damages to particular uh, pieces of infrastructure or things that uh, aren't properly connected. And we're really asking for feedback from all road users. So it's not just simply the motorists, but we're looking for um, perspectives from cyclists, from pedestrians, and even from transit riders as well. Anything that affects their daily commute. Okay, well, I'm going to open it up to our audience now. If you want to call in and report your your worst road or a bad pothole that you've encountered and tell us where it is and how it uh, held you up, the number is to call 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, Raymond, do you have any advice on, I, I mean, part of the problem is that you don't always see the pothole in time to adjust your speed or anything like that. What, what advice do you have on how to uh, drive near these things? Well, definitely try and avoid them, um, if at all possible. Potholes, as you know, can uh, certainly cause uh, a lot of wear and tear and and damage to vehicles itself, which can end up being very costly for uh, people who who do drive, but who also operate other modes of transportation, such as a bicycle. So um, we do try um, and stress that uh, you should avoid potholes, but also to report them. And I think that's the um, key message here, that uh, potholes can only get fixed quickly if uh, the public actually does um, do something about it. So I encourage you to contact uh, your local city councillor's office or contact 311 at the City of Toronto to make them aware that these potholes do exist so that they can be patched up quickly. Mm-hmm. And what are, what are the most usual damage it does to cars, I suppose, to uh, the wheels? Well, it could be anything from uh, alignment issues. So you could have a misalignment if you go over a particular pothole. Um, you could have damage to your rims and or tires, depending on the size of the pothole. Um, and, and of course, there's, there's other things as well. So if the pothole breaks apart and you've got debris that's coming out, it could possibly damage the underside of your vehicle as well. So these things can end up being quite costly. So as part of our annual Worst Roads campaign, we do, um, we do try and uh, make the message uh, that governments should be directing more dedicated funding towards infrastructure improvements and to really make these repairs uh, a top priority and, and for them to be done quicker. Because the sooner that they're done, uh, the better it will be for our road users, and really the more cost-effective it will be in the end. And uh, what is the peak time? Is January the peak time, or when we have more of a thaw a little later on in the season? 
So more so in the spring, and, and you're kind of looking at pothole prime season, I would say, would be late February, March-ish. Uh, but they really can go on throughout the year, but they're usually more prevalent around the springtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, is there um, another, I mean, aside from the danger to your vehicle, um, have there been instances where, uh, you know, people ended up getting hurt because of a pothole? Um, I haven't heard of any myself specifically, but here at CA, we do hear from our membership a lot about uh, the costs of, uh, of, of damages when it comes to potholes. Um, so people do send us bills from time to time to show us the, um, the amount that they have spent on their vehicle in order to have it fixed. Um, so these are definitely problems that uh, we do want municipalities and the province as well to address uh, to make sure that infrastructure improvements and more dollars are flowing to communities so that uh, these repairs are done more timely. Uh, I mean, uh, is this something that's ever covered by insurance? Well, um, I, I would imagine that, uh, that the public does have the option of going through their uh, private insurance company to look after some of these damages. I know some municipalities, and especially within the city, that uh, the public can actually go and file a claim with the City of Toronto. So uh, to provide the proof, you know, time, date, uh, where it occurred, uh, damage estimates to your vehicle, that sort of thing. And, and these particular bills and, um, can, can actually be submitted to the city for consideration for some sort of reimbursement. And, oh, really, that's, that's really interesting. I'd like a little more information on that. I mean, do you have to be a, a, a lawyer to be able to fill out the paperwork, or what is really involved there? Well, I'm not sure exactly what the process is, and I would encourage your listeners to contact the city, and probably the best way to do it would be to contact 311. Uh, but I would imagine there is a set uh, amount of paperwork that they need to fill out to uh, show a bit of uh, proof as to exactly what happened. And from there, I'm sure the city's uh, insurance adjusters would be able to work with that party to uh, come to a resolution of some sort. Uh, so I guess, as always, if your car is damaged by a pothole, then uh, the first thing you should do is take some pictures? Absolutely. I think documenting uh, the, the situation um, is extremely important, um, A, for insurance purposes, but um, also B, to you know, report the actual issue so that can, it can actually get fixed and that it won't affect uh, another member of the motoring public. Um, so to have that, um, have that repair done as quickly as possible minimizes the damage to any other vehicles that may be using that particular stretch of road. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that you would like to uh, leave us with on this? Well, absolutely. And, and I, I think this problem just isn't necessarily a urban or GTA issue, but we see it all across the province. I mean, municipalities um, in Ontario are responsible for 140,000 kilometers worth of road, and that's quite a bit of road to actually cover. And, uh, you know, it being an election season as well, it's, it's uh, prime season to let those candidates, your local city councillors and the mayors know that uh, you want to make infrastructure investments a priority here in our province. Um, uh, another question, uh, because yesterday uh, we heard about the bankruptcy of this English firm uh, that has a lot of road clearing contracts here. Uh, will the pothole uh, situation get a lot worse if, say, uh, roads aren't cleared of snow that quickly? Well, I think it certainly has something to do with it. I mean, it, it really all comes down to safety. And the faster that roads are able to be uh, cleared of debris and snow, 
um, the easier it's going to be for people to get from point A to point B. And uh, certainly we, we want to see the motoring public travel as safely as possible to get to where they're going and uh, not having those inconveniences or um, avoidances in the way certainly helps with that particular situation. So um, definitely if you see anything out there, I would report it to the local municipality and make sure that it gets patched up right away. Okay. Raymond Chan, thanks so much for that. Thanks, Libby. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, we are going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about something very scary. There was another uh, false missile alarm today. Uh, pretty scary stuff. We will have that when we return. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.